0: Yeah. Whether you've watched AEW from the very beginning or joined in along the way, everyone who has tuned in has seen a show that has made its way out of its awkward infancy and now knows how to tie its own shoelaces. In this list, a look will be taken at some of AEW's teething troubles as they've looked to make a mark on the wrestling landscape. I'm Cy for WhatCulture.com and these are 10 failed AEW experiments. Number 10, Abaddon. Many try for dark characters with supernatural edges, but few have the visuals quite like AEW's Abaddon. Fans were stunned by her first appearance and the potential was clear. The problem with Abaddon is a lack of credibility. Hell, if you don't watch AEW Dark, you'd be forgiven for getting she was still signed with the company, as her on-screen appearances for Dynamite and Rampage have been few and far between. Her most significant story saw her quite literally taking a bite out of AEW women's champion Hikaru Shida, but failing to pick up the important win. In October 2021, she was defeated on Rampage by Britt Baker. At the end of the day, a good storyline is all that it will take to get Abaddon on the right path to becoming a key figure of AEW's women's division. The real question is, why haven't they found that storyline yet? Number 9. The Bunny and QT Marshall Sometimes, if they're done right, fake wrestling romances for the purpose of storyline can be enjoyable. When Ali debuted in AEW and went on to become the Bunny, it made perfect sense for her to join the Butcher and her husband, The Blade, in their dark and violent tag team. Six months later, however, and totally out of the blue, Ali reverted back to her former ring name and a more normal look as she became the on-screen valet and love interest of QT Marshall. Marshall and Ali's lack of on-screen chemistry didn't help a storyline that seemed to come out of nowhere, but thankfully disappeared nearly as quickly as it came. When QT was out of action at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, the story was quietly finished and Ali eventually found her way back to the Butcher and the Blade. 8. Sammy Guevara – Babyface this one perhaps needs to include a caveat. While Sammy's impressive in-ring skills were enough to keep fans happy, his babyface personality didn't land all that often. Thankfully, Sammy adopted the Love Actually cue card gimmick and he could cut a promo without even having to talk. Not that he's bad on the mic, but Guevara has an undeniable arrogance that began to grate. The cue cards were a unique idea which was decent for a little while before it overstayed its welcome. Which might be an accurate way to describe Sammy as a babyface character as a whole because before he flipped back to heel, people were already desperate to to boo him. After starting a new real-life relationship with Tay Conti, Sammy's wise-ass attitude slipped too far out of the realm of relatable hero and into obnoxious heel. The two parading around with each other was a pure heat magnet, drawing ire from the live crowd and the online fanbase. AEW did the right thing, and Guevara was soon bathing in the booze. In the grand scheme of Sammy's run, his time as a face was certainly fun and contained many memorable matches, but as a solo character, it just failed to connect. Number 7. Weigh-ins the idea of including weigh-ins in AEW was of course to give the biggest fights in the company an extra level of importance and legitimacy, the term big fight feel taken to the next level. Because, you see, in combat sports that have weight divisions and championships associated with them, it's important that combatants make weight before the fight. In AEW, however, there are no weight specifications for any title, so from the offset it didn't really make any sense. Each of these weigh-in segments tended to be long, boring and ultimately didn't add any extra level of excitement to the upcoming event. The worst of the bunch was, of course, Cody Rhodes squaring up to boxer Anthony Agogo, where, due to an issue with the scale, it took host Paul White an excruciatingly long 60 seconds to find and read the correct figure. These kinds of experiments were teething problems along the way before AEW found its own take on sports entertainment. Number six, The Nightmare Collective. The reasons The Nightmare Collective failed are numerous. Firstly, it narratively made no sense. One week on Dynamite, Randy Rhodes turned heel out of absolutely nowhere and started cutting the hair off of their enemies. This was in stark contrast to her husband Cody who was over as the face of this exciting new promotion. The two characters didn't acknowledge each other on screen but the blurred lines of reality and story that wrestling lives in made it hard to comprehend these two characters living together. The collective as a group was a confusing mess. Brandy used the stable to introduce Awesome Kong to AEW which made sense at first but due to injury she couldn't stay the course and retired. This left Melanie Cruz who had been initiated by shaving her head and Japanese Deathmatch star Luther. Neither of which AEW's audience had much familiarity with, nor thought they posed much of a threat. Listening to fan reaction that ranged from booze to often total silence, the story suddenly ended with Brandy getting therapy to undo all of her evil urges, and everything was back to normal. Number five, Brody Lee as Mr. McMahon. Every second that Brody was on screen in AEW and allowed to do whatever he wanted, he was captivating. However, many believe that there was a slight misstep along the way with the character. Brody came out of the gate by filming backstage vignettes where he played the incredibly strict and uptight mastermind of the Dark Order stable. Some loved it and some had no idea what was going on, which was quite understandable if you didn't have a handle on the backstage talk about WWE chairman Vince McMahon. Jabs at Vince's hatred of sneezes and calling yawns weak were clear digs at Brody's former employer and the Mr. Brody Lee character always ate first. Reactions were at the very least mixed, ranging from calling it hilarious to pointless cheap humour. Either way, Brody's character transformed into what it needed to be and he went on to claim the TNT Championship leaving a mark on All Elite Wrestling forever. 4. Casino Battle Royale Most wrestling fans will agree that WWE's Royal Rumble is a time-honoured tradition, and even lapsed viewers will tune in for it every year just for the spectacle. Every company wants their slice of this very delicious pie, and AEW tried their best to put their own spin on it. Rather than introducing each competitor one by one over the course of the match, the Casino Battle Royale organises them into four groups, named after card suits, and one random selection of wrestlers joins the fray every few minutes. Cutting from in-ring action to one entrance isn't too bad, but trying to capture what's going on in the match when five men individually make their way to the ring means you're guaranteed to miss stuff. This can be anything from high spots to eliminations, and the constant cutting back and forth of cameras feels needlessly chaotic. Number three, Miro's gamer character. Coming in hot after his WWE contract termination, Gom was the Bulgarian brute in favour of the best man. Introduced by Kip Sabian to play the role at his upcoming wedding, Miro's persona was an unclear mix of ideas. He was part Mr. Perfect, claiming to be the best at anything, but also came to be known as little more than Gamer due to his popularity on Twitch. It was a surprising use of an exciting name, and not in a good way. After capturing the TNT title, however, Miro's gimmick shifted direction to God's favourite champion, a delusional but unstoppable force who believed that his success had been handed to him from powers on high. Finally, things not only started to make a lot more sense, but it was a believable on-screen character for the heavyweight to perform. Elements of Miro's Gamer Days do still exist such as yelling game over before locking on his finishing submission. Thankfully, however, the Redeemer is now a world away from his confusing early booking. Number 2, Cody Rhodes, unaware villain. Three years as the American Nightmare had turned the crowd sour. Worst of all, Cody's presence was starting to feel pompous. He was often away from the company to work on television appearances, and when he was on Dynamite, he had the single most bombastic entrance on the roster. Fans booed Cody routinely, even at his most theoretically sympathetic moments. The debate began whether the unbreakable heroic nature was all part of the story. Was Cody self-aware enough and now playing it all up for the booze? Was he going to become a Homelander-esque character who was oblivious to how he was indeed the villain. Many people thought this was asking too much of Cody, and these people were vindicated. The American Nightmares interviews and promos that said he was a good guy who wouldn't turn heel turned out to be the case. Whilst Cody returned to the WWE as a megastar and the company's top babyface, it's a shame fans will never get to see the potential of an unaware heel roads that many had pictured in their heads. Number 1. Exploding Barbed Wire Deathmatch at AEW Revolution 2021, Kenny Omega battled John Moxley in what has to be the most talked about main event in AEW history. Covering the ropes in barbed wire hooked up to explosives and then adding wire-wrapped weapons into the mix, from tables to baseball bats, guaranteed one of the most insane spectacles in AEW to date. This sort of thing was expected out of hardened brawler Moxley, but Omega was on a streak of proving he would go the extra mile for the sake of entertainment. However, the match's quality is overshadowed by the show's fear. The other gimmick to the match was the 30 minute timer where if someone was still in the ring at the end, they'd get caught in an explosion. Eddie Kingston ran to the ring to cover his beaten and bloody friend Moxley as they were engulfed in a few puffs of smoke and some sprinklers. Paul rigging turned this deadly explosion into one of the most embarrassing moments in AEW history. Not surprising at all then that the promotion has never gone back to the concept.